and welcome to episode 29 of Let's Talk Tactics. I'm your host, Zach Burrell. And I'm Locke. And this week we're going to just uh, chill and talk about CM7, the rest of it. There was a lot of stuff that happened, a lot of interesting uh, developments, both in the you know rankings uh, sort of discussion, as well as uh, the meta, and if there is a meta, variety of teams, blah, blah, blah. So let's just hop right in. Um, real quick, I think we'll just recap with releases for the week, and then we'll just hop into the main topic of CM7. So... Uh, Tetra Sylphid got her uh, three-star Awakening, uh, giving her wind attack nodes, increasing her evasion to 25, which is pretty insane. Um, I, I do like this switch where it goes to wind attack. Instead of feeling like you, you need to put her on like a missile unit, um, you can now put it on like Oldua or something. If you want to do like an evade Oldua build or um, I almost said or near uh, to be, <laughs> it's at least an option there as well. So uh, are you guys planning on maxing or bringing this to 9-9 or? I'll read it. Oh, you already did? Nice. <laughs> I'll do that too. <laughs> I, I haven't even touched yet. So are are there any nodes beyond those two you guys like would accuracy. recommend? Or accuracy? Uh, she also gets an additional accuracy. And I mean, I, I like accuracy, so I always go for that. So. Yeah, I did the yeah, I think I did the little build planner thing. And I, I think, yeah, once you're at, once you do the wind attack, evasion, and accuracy, it really only leaves you like 40 or 50 points. So you can go like earth killer and wind resist or something like it's, you know just pick whatever i guess works out but um it's, anything uh, like oh sorry no no it's cool i just uh, it's it's cool i mean she's always uh, sorry she uh yeah so tetra has always had like the earth killer but um i think it's cool that she's kind of like the eminence like wind asper uh, especially now that she has wind attack you know uh because of you know winds uh, earth killer and like the whole evasion slash accuracy <laughs> right thing. Uh, it really just kind of puts her together as an Esper. I like how a lot of the three star awakenings are doing that, where like Eifert got a lot of fire attack. We already have Leviathan for water attack. I think Ramu in the future gets lightning attack, so we kind of have these on element element attack bonuses to kind of just like double down on all of his advantages. Uh, be interesting in the future. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, it'd just be interesting in the future to see if there's, like, hybrid ones that, like, bridge to, like, give you different, like, the counter ones. So, like, an yeah. ice unit can wear uh fire or i guess a wind one i don't know what whatever it would be to balance all that out a water one there we go resist fire <laughs> that gives either ice attack or something like that uh i was gonna say that you know correct me if i'm wrong because i don't have uh the calc in front of me but i think she uh Chetra has the same amount of magic and attack meaning that you can also put it on like halloween leela and you can feel okay with having her wield it because it has wind attack it has evasion and it has the same amount of magic as attack and 17 agility so, is pretty can, good yeah, she has yeah very high agility, so uh, don't feel bad putting it on a magic unit. Also, she gets disabled. That's what I was about to say. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's like one of the <laughs> nice. most important things in recent months. Yeah, disable is great. Twenty five percent. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a sweet esper. I definitely wouldn't fault anybody for getting it, and I think that also the. I don't know how much we need to start talking about these, but the actual like evocation ability. Uh, we are seeing those more often now. Uh, plus, we have the scholar coming up in the future, and she may also facilitate a build in which you have like the unit staff on some staff unit. You have an esper you feel like summoning. You buff with the scholar, and then like two or three turns later, maybe you can drop Tetra or something. Um, not that I can think of. I guess Gargus or Barbarus, whatever his name is, Gargus, just came yeah. out in JP uh, as a UR wind black mage. So I guess he would be a wind unit that can hold a staff, but. Um, 
Well, I guess you do it with Helena too, but I don't know how much the damage would be there. I don't really know how the Esper damage is calculated, but if it it's based on stats or just the evocation level. But anyway, uh, it'd be interesting to see. This has gives evasion for everybody, uh, as well as wind resist down to enemies. So that's pretty sweet. Uh, among the Espers, it's a it's one of the ones that actually has an effect beyond the um, wind resist. That's not like a status chance. So that's kind of cool. Um, Seymour. Also came out with his uh, EX. I'm super excited about it. Uh, I do have him, like, he's in his EX, but I don't have him maxed or anything. I need a lot of shards. It's really bad. Yeah. I'm probably going to cave and get all those uh, MR select tickets in the shop right now. No, the price is so, like, oh, it's, it's just not amazing. And I really want to play with him. Yeah. I can see, like, you were really one of the, like, original Seymour users, you know? Uh, I remember back when we used to do MR fights all the time, like Seymour was such a, like, you know how I would always pick the straw. You would yep. always pick Seymour. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of a tragedy, honestly, in my mind, how, like, you haven't been able to max him when other people are like, look, I have 400 with shards already. <laughs> I had 77. I was like, oh, and that was after, like, two days of doing his hard quest. I'm like, god dang it. Like, sorry, man, I'm busy maxing all these leets you are in <laughs> Yeah, right. I mean, they don't, yeah, they all use the same, whatever we're calling them, corn, wheat stalks, whatever. <laughs> blossoms. blossoms. I don't know. Yeah. It's not hard to say blossom. <laughs> the blossoms of paradise. <laughs> so it's blossoms, wheat, corn. It's literally half. It's so much more efficient. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's like wall. That's so but uh, back to Seymour. So his Blade Soul gets a gets a buff. He no longer has defense down, which is cool, and he gets a AP uh, consumption. It's a it's like decrease AP consumption twenty, which is I believe twenty percent, if I recall how those work. Um, and he also gets an Obruzuki enhancement. It gets an additional range, and has a chance to disable. So that's pretty cool. And then his uh, last ability, the Dream Calling Blade. Uh, has a chance of putting people to sleep from four spaces away. It's three plus an AOE of one in all directions. So, uh, well, all, uh, what is it? Orthogonal directions. Uh, I assume you guys aren't going in on him at all, trying to build him at all, or I mean, someone else joining me. <laughs> I would, like my my account has become like this fire like focused account. Like like having all the fire units. So like. Yeah, he's definitely in, um, interesting for me. Um, and like, oh my god, you guys, have you seen? He gets to like 1,400 plus attack with like, card, like the yeah. right, like, yeah, with the right setup. And I'm just like, holy crap. <laughs> like, as long as he doesn't get guaranteed, like, hit. Um, I haven't seen how bulky he can be. Like, does he get one shot with like any uh, guaranteed hits? Or So it looks like he has 1,400 HP from his jobs. Another 900, almost 1,000 from his regular stats and his board. So let's see, 13, 15, like 14, 16, 27, 28. So he's like 28 before any gear. So I guess if you had, are there any units that in fire that give the fire party bonus? Yeah, Raldor. Oh, Raldor, Raldor, yeah. Oh, I forgot. My, sorry, um, she's one of the ones I don't have, so I always forget she exists now. Yeah. <laughs> Like Ifrit's gonna give him like a flat like twelve hundred anyway, so that's like four K right there. So he might even reach like five K honestly with like. I want to say I saw him at five K with like fourteen hundred attack, and it was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, crazy. I mean, as long as he doesn't get hit by an ice unit. So like, really, Rose is just sitting in the back, like, hey, Any what's water? up? 
Yeah, water. Where right. are you going? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, water. Which is even worse. Yeah. Like it's what Titus and like yeah. Zazan's gonna come out of nowhere and slap his face. And just, yeah. <laughs> or Winter Victoria. Oh man, Winter. Yeah, the the water team. <laughs> he's he's going to be very matchup dependent for sure. Uh, I think he's not just a jam him in every team and you'll find like use out of him. Like you're going to be, it's a little bit of a liability to be bringing him into a battle. But 100, percent I'm going to test with him. I'm going to see if you can, how much of uh, punishment he can take. And then I mean, his vision card is very good. Like it, it's basically it's a UR plus on him. Honestly, it's just got so many stats on it. It's even better for Sir O, but. I kind of do wish the party ability on it was like fire and lightning or something like you're going to support one, but not the other, but I guess I have his other VCs as well. Um, you guys yeah. ready? What's that? Ready for me to blow your minds for a sec? Sure. Wait, just wait until we see that uh, MR and lower limited guild battle. <laughs> like, Oh yeah. I can't wait. I think, didn't someone say that either Gumi or on the question like one of the streams they answered the question and saying like they're waiting for more accounts to get MR units built or something that sounds familiar vaguely so is there like an expected date when that might happen no idea <laughs> no so it hasn't happened in JP or? I've just been like keeping an eye on it I mean okay. we didn't even get like a couple of the limited guild battles JP did I don't think like one of them was like okay. a gender based one which of course we're not going to get and then there were I think there was another one after that. Like so we, we got the what was the one that we got? Was it cost based? Like five forty, something like yep. you know, just put Leo's yeah. castle on your unit and go. Um the I, I, I don't know if they had another one after that actually. I'd have to go back and look at like Cabbage's post or something. Um I think he's like the only JP person I can think of. I've watched videos, but anyway, yeah. So Seymour's card, he gets uh, the twenty defense pen as well as the fifty percent attack. So that's why his value gets so high. Gets a twenty slash for the party, which is good for a lot of other units on, who could be on the team, and that's not element restricted. And you get the magic resistance up a little bit, which is nice for uh, some of the units out there. So yeah, I'm gonna play around with it. I'm pretty excited, but it definitely not like some game breaking like go and max him. It's just like if you like him, get him. But. Moving on to class match seven. How'd you guys end up? You stole my spot, man. <laughs> oh, did I really? You kicked me out of top 10. <laughs> Wait, I kicked you out of top 10? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, I finished at 11. No, it's, it's good. <laughs> yeah, I, I finished seventh. Yeah, yeah. seventh. So. Yeah, no, it's good. <laughs> Listen, man, I've never Crazy. been top 10. So. I, never, I never noticed that. Yeah, I didn't realize that either. Jeez. Oh, you're tied for seven. I think I remember seeing you up there. I was like, oh, sick, lock, good job. I just kept scoring it. I look at the number. <laughs> I was just, oh, you're It was the me. last day that I just had, like, really bad luck. I faced, like, two uh, Chase Blade teams. And and the very last match I faced was the Chase Blade team that, like, ended me in 45 seconds. And that cost me the 20 points that I didn't get into. Oh, rank 10. No. So. <laughs> yeah, on the last day, I lost my fourth match. And had I won that, it would have been third place. Oh, that was a bit of a kick in the nuts, but oh, actually, I think um, Gimmick Puppet had more points in third than I would have had. So I think he actually, I would have been fourth, but it still, you know, sounds a lot better than seven, I guess. <laughs> did you? Uh, how many like disconnects did you guys uh, get hit with? Zero. I didn't get any. Yeah. Wow, nice. Uh, we've been kind of monitoring that whole situation on the PvP Discord and uh, hearing a lot more stories this class match about how people have been getting disconnected. So who knows if that has to do with, with uh, the, the recent, like, uh, you know, like uh, 
the client update or whatever. But for me, I only lost like two games. Like I, I got disconnected three times. So that's why Damn I ended me. up at like rank 27. And I could have been like top 10 again. Damn, sorry. That sucks. One one of my disconnects was because I dropped my phone while I was streaming. <laughs> it was like so I have a I have like a magnet here that I just like attached to my like t- you know tower or whatever. But like for whatever reason, like so I was using Samsung Dex. Uh, so oh, it's like yeah, my yeah. phone is plugged into the computer. Really, just need to get a capture card when streaming. Um, but like for whatever reason, I think I like I just I went to go grab it and just like knocked it off and it was like do 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 and like just disconnected. And I was like, oh, it's made a <laughs> like, fun seriously? sound. Seriously, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, wait, actually, what's on the back of your phone? Uh, oh, this is just I don't know. It's the case so, I got when I was in the. So Navy. when you flashed it, I thought that was broken glass on the back. I'm like, no, what? Oh. Like, how many fucking times have you dropped it? <laughs> it's like this it really amazing. white, like electricity going through. But I'm like, oh, that looks like a really busted screen, dude. <laughs> like, man, I thought. Um, yeah, Used to have a Zelda so you got case, some frustration going on there. Switch it up. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um. So all right, nice. So we were oh, all yeah. top fifty. Frank That's pretty sweet. Oh, even top thirty. So. It's pretty sweet. Nice, nice. So uh, did you guys use the same team? So I know, Danny, you kind of went through sort of an evolution. You want to take us through that? Not really, but I will. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, uh, so I'm sure the right, I'm just going to preface the... this. Listen, it exists, and yeah, it like you can't fault people for using it in the rank, like the ranked mode. Even if we don't agree with it, if we think it's too strong, whatever, like, it's on other people to build against if they don't want to lose to it. And if they lose to other matchups because of that, yeah. that's just what happens. Like, we have to th- – faulting you for it's not going to help, I guess. But anyway. Yeah, for so for anyone listening, like, we're talking about the cheese blade combo, um, courtesy uh, courtesy of Jay Benson for uh, for tagging the, the, you know, the combo, <laughs> the cheese blade combo. Um, so, well, the first day, like, I, I passed out early, and I woke up with half an hour left. It was, like, 2.30 in the morning, half an hour left in the last window. So I was like, time. oh, man. <laughs> so I just threw together a team that I thought would be successful, and it just so happened to be double quick and gunners. It was, like, Frederica, Niblu, and I don't know, was it Chell or something? I don't even know. But uh, I went 5-0, so that was cool. <laughs> um, but actually, did I go? Did I get disconnected the first day? I don't know. I can't, I can't even remember anymore. But so the second day, I was like um, – Actually, uh, I think I was talking about this last week, but uh, I was just really struggling with like a team to pick, you know, um, and I think that, you know, obviously that was part of this meta is like uh, people trying to figure out what they wanted to work with. Um, so I was like, screw it. I'm going to, you know, use Cheeseblade for science. I'm going to hunt down other Cheeseblade users because apparently we're seeing so many of them. Um, I didn't really run into really any over the course of the entire week, maybe just like a few. Me neither. Um, so that was kind of, uh, kind of annoying because, so for me, like I'm, I'm a really big, like proponent for like not using cheese blade. Like it's, it's, um, like as you guys are all familiar and kind of feel similarly, I think like, um, it's, it's alienating, um, people, um, uh, and like from doing PVP more often, you know, live PVP. Well, manually, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Like, I'm, like people yeah. have been saying, like, "Hey, guys, I kind of I've been playing on auto." It's almost like yeah, exactly. everyone's like ashamed to say, "Like I'm playing on auto," which I appreciate because you know it means they still have that love for manual, but they just can't justify playing. Yeah. It. They're just gonna mm-hmm. lose to the combo. Uh, so yeah, so the first day I was like, I'm gonna hunt the, down these cheese blade users with my anti cheese blade cheese blade combo team, um, but <laughs> didn't find any. Um, uh, I used it, 
I used it again the third day, like the second day in a row. And I was just like, I need to figure out, I need to take the time, figure out what, what kind of team I want to use. Because uh, that was like, you said, you mentioned like, yeah, if it's available, you can use it to win. That was my rationale for using it the third day. But I just, I was just like, I am a terrible player. I'm a hypocrite. Um, so anyway, so uh, over the course of those like three days, that was, um, I think I got like one loss. And I think that was like one or two of my DCs, but did pretty well overall. But um, finally decided on Saturday to go with Double Quick and Ziza and never looked back because she's <laughs> amazing. She's one-shotting so many units in the meta right now. And if not, if she's not one-shotting, then she's charming uh, other units. And it's just like such a huge like powerhouse that um, it feels so good uh, to, to be like a day one Ziza player and finally see her become like the true monk that she was supposed to be. Um, so yeah, really happy. Um, what ended TMR up, did you use on her? Uh, <laughs> it's on TMR. Okay, that's what I figured. That was... Yeah, um, and so with her using that, whether she's in a cheese blade team or not, like the only, uh, I think I think we mathed it out. Depending on like where your starting position was, like the only place that you can really hide from her is like in the far corners of the of the opposite side. Um, so it was just really fun having this like really mobile, really high attack um charm threat like the all of our tools available that have been available this entire past year and more um we're still there and it's just like i'm just so happy to have used <laughs> her so really cool to have done as well as i did this match um from that point forward and then uh i'll go real quick just because mine's pretty short and simple i use the same team the whole time uh so on day one i was waffling on what i wanted to play uh, I initially start off, I'm like, I'm just going to default to double click and gunner if I can't figure anything else out because it's just comfortable and I'll figure it out like you did a couple days in where you're like, all right, now this is my jam. Um, and I looked at Oran, I'm like, man, I wish I could use him. And then someone, it was Jay Benson like, also in chat. He's like, something about like double click and him. I'm like, okay. So I, I, cause I was, I had like Gilgamesh, Oran, and I was like, maybe Shell, maybe some other MR unit or something. And yeah tuned it out made i did the um so matching agility quickeners with lower agility target um so there was a turn one double quicken um obviously turn one like they get a turn in between typically it's usually one or two units got to move before on actually did all of his turns uh but you know opponents don't like to split up apparently they're just like i'm just gonna buff <laughs> i see the double charging and him running at me with Katone tmr but nah that was I'm just gonna buff uh... That was like the one weakness I think I saw with your team was like that initial like having to weather like uh, two, maybe three turns, depending on the agility of your opponents um, before like the quickens like resolved, you know, um, and like I know there was a couple times you're like, oh, man, my Orn is dead. Like he's going to take like two or three hits or whatever. Yeah. Um, but uh, you managed to stick with it. That was really cool. Yeah, I think I should have gone maybe lower on the agility and like tried to go second just to go across the, but I wanted to minimize how many time, how many they got to move. There were some teams that like had no agility card, no like high, they just had like good value damage stuff, I guess. No, no real, I mean, I'm assuming they had Odin, but I was still somehow faster with my aura. Uh, I only had the Chocobo MR card. I didn't have like uh, the Helena card or Beowulf or was it house B? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I wasn't always the fastest, but yeah, it was best when there were two units that went um, before Oron took his first quick in turn because the first turn he's very safe. He gets to run up onto the top, like the height four, three above the ground, basically uh, crystal. And then he kind of gets like outpost there, waiting for people to move around. Then he goes down for two turns and kills whoever's like 
out of position. And if people moved up and he got the shifting strike, it was a great day. <laughs> that happened too many times where people gave me like the way to teleport in. I'm like, I even I don't even care if I kill you. You're giving me a better position. Um, or like I know uh, Titus one time walked up and I got to like barrier break him through the wall and then tornado all three and kill them all. So that was pretty sweet. Um, but partial way through, um, I lost to so I had three losses overall. Um, one on day two, one on day like six or seven, and then one on the last day. Um, I lost to Mission. Is, is that how you say it? Mission? Mission? Yeah, I don't know. Mission. Yeah. So he was using the exact same team as me, except he had different <laughs> vision cards. So he had like full damage. So I was faster. I got my quickens first, but I couldn't one shot his Gilgamesh. I left him with like a hundred HP. It was like, it was so close. And he had Igaion the ice bird and i don't even remember what the third card was but it was, Fenrir, it was right? yeah okay yeah it was Fenrir. so he just had all this damage and he actually one shot my gilgamesh so we our orons just were like ships crossing in the night we just like <laughs> ignored each other we're just like i looked at the damage like nah go and try to kill his gilgamesh I'm like the crit it was like within crit range of killing and i did crit but it didn't kill it was so sad so after that i looked at my team and i i never used triple trick because i started off with exorcists so I did a damage test and Igion was just miles more damage. It was very, very sick. It was so bad that I didn't have that on the whole time. There were so many matches where I left units on like a hundred health and like I would kill them on the second quicken and then it left someone else alive who ran away or something where those would have just been clean sweeps. So I really, really am regretting not using that from the beginning. Uh, Cause after that, yeah, I was the damage numbers just shot up. Like my tornadoes are regularly doing over 6,000 on almost any unit. Um, and the reason I, I tested the iceberg too, tornadoes, not elemental. So if I use the iceberg, I get absolutely no benefit uh, from it on his LB. So I actually, that's the main reason I went with that guy instead. Also, I think Igaion, when I tested just like a, one of his like normal lower attacks, it was only like a hundred, it was like a hundred less damage on the iceberg, which is interesting. I think it was just maybe the flat attack or something, but uh, like being so different. I have but, a, I have another like quick final note to mention about And the accuracy is nice, but. <clears throat> like about why it was such a, a huge threat and why people couldn't really deal with it. Like um, I think your team specifically, I don't know about anybody else that was using double click and Orn, um, but your team specifically, it was agitune so that it wasn't just that Orn got a triple turn, but Gilgamesh got a like a double turn right afterwards. On the second and so turn, like yeah. so he would run up after uh, Dragon Dragoon's Pride, mm -hmm. um, getting that haste and move up. Um, and it was just so hard to like whatever Orin couldn't deal with, Gilgamesh generally could. Yeah. Um, at least with like a Kotetsu, if not like an Excalibur, Excalibur Vorpal, you know. Um, so yeah, like the way that your your Chell was tuned to the rest of your team, it was just really impressive to see. That's did true. Actually, said, yeah. Did you use Nevlu or Shell as a second quickener? Shell. Shell. Okay. It'd be too many points. I think uh, I couldn't. I think I would have had to drop the agility card down to something like a Leona's Castle or something okay. less if I use Nevlu because the the point differential. So I want to stick with shell. Like at first it was just because, you know, all ice, it looks cool. And like, I want to, I want to do it. And, and also I like the, the faster quickens of shell. I don't have as much experience making teams with, uh, same cast speed, different agilities. I, okay. I'm not comfortable building that yet. Um, mm -hmm. I haven't really put time into it. Um, I could probably learn it, but I just, I just haven't. Um, so I, I went with, the uh, I wanted to stagger my cast times, but I don't like having, like a regular quote unquote regular unit like Nivlu 
or Gilgamesh that doesn't have a master ability like Shell does and no speed cast. So it's just like a flat, like, what is it, four tick quick, and it's, it's too slow. Yeah, it's very slow, yeah. Because sometimes Shell just gets to, I get to, like, walk up with Shell, do nothing on unit moves shell laps people and then instant quickens and it like that's just so insane like to have out of nowhere because there's no counterplay to it um, i was actually i was really interested to to pit my team against yours because Oren is uh, has uh, it, he's vulnerable to charm he doesn't have the resistance to it um so i think with my z's are probably going faster than your Oren. i think i could have shut your combo down um by like charming him the and then he gets quickened yeah because like we both go for the four high crystal and it's three three range uh, like across you know so I think uh, I would have been interested to see like our, our head to head, you know. It it depends how fast my anti charm skill casts because well, I no, do so, that turn one. Yeah, so protective ward is instant cast, but it's range two, and it, it means he wouldn't be quickening, you know. So um, right, right, yeah. Would I, I would have to do that to like Aziza double quicken, you know. Yeah, I would have to do that in matchup just so that you can't charm my two carries. Yeah, like, if you charm exactly. shell, deal. <laughs> I figured out. Although <laughs> I I think I won three or four games with a shell in peril. So that was satisfying also. I had my shell with three shoes, so I never used an attack skill. <laughs> <laughs> so she had Lucia boots a... and double Hermes. Yeah. Fashion design shell over here. Yeah, I think mine was uh, the platinum rod with um, Hermes and Lucia shoes, which actually I didn't use. I used bells, but I never used bells. Oh, wait, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I didn't have bells because I had... Um, the Kane TMR on Greg. I had Lucia TMR on Shell, and then Purifier. I had uh, no Katone TMR on Oron. So I actually didn't oh, have yeah. Bells on team at all. Uh, which it, that's why I love these class match maps. Is you get these crystals, and then I wish we could have them free match or something because then you can actually have some build variety in your TMR slot. But whatever. And not have to use cases. They're more yeah. welcoming to free players. Um, if, if, if like, all, like newer players don't have Bells, then go for crystals. Right. So. As I say, it was going to be a quick recap. Um, I used Oron. Uh, I killed a lot of people with Tornado. I probably kill. I probably used Tornado out of, what, 40 matches, 32, 33 times. <laughs> like, it was just what I did almost every match. There were a couple I had to adjust, which it was kind of fun, too. Like, on stream, I, I was... There were some days where I was done in, like, 20 minutes. And I was like, sorry, guys. <laughs> like, this is how it goes sometimes. But then there'd be the matches where it's like, oh, I actually just can't walk up because I'm going to die. So I need to like adjust. I'm like, all right, now this is really interesting. I get to use my brain a little more. And that was fun. Um, and I, I was hoping that people were uh, enjoying that. And I guess one more note real quick. There was a match, though, I should have lost on the last. Oh, no, I think I ended up losing anyway. But I should have lost like on turn one because I moved Oron up just like out of habit. And I didn't notice that all three of his units had a t turn in a row. And he could have gone Nivlu, Frederica, 9S. Which was obvious. I can't live a chain like that with Oron with no defensives up. So um, I ended up losing that match. It was Frederica and Shell at the end. And my Shell was staying next to Frederica. So I was like trying to limit her uh, range, but it wasn't enough. Um, and she, she reflexed yeah. my Imperil that would have killed her or set she, up the kill. She got two reflexes that saved she, her. She reflexed Oron once, yep, earlier in the match. Or, or Gilgamesh, actually, uh, the Kotetsu. And then she reflexed um, the second of three Imperils. To not die to a third one. I'm trying like, to remember uh, like player's name to, to shout them out, but I'm just I can't think of it right now. Was it Do? No, it wasn't Duma. Oh, it was um Arden or Ar Arvin or what's that? Ar Arwin. Yeah, I can't think of it. Is it Arwin? Slot three players. <laughs> I was like, I have no idea who these guys. You are. filthy slot threes. No, I uh. 
Uh, it's like it's Arwen or Ar. I thought it was Arden, like the character from Final Fantasy 15, but spelled differently. Might be Arden. Anyway, Maybe. that player, shout out to him. I played him a couple times, and he he got me that time. So, at least I believe it was him. Shout out anyway. I played him a couple times. All right, now I'll shut up. Lock stuck by your experiences in class match. So I decided to use double quick and Garval. And uh, because he was a level 99 unit, already going in, I knew that he would not be able to one-shot many of these level 120 units, and they can in turn one-shot him. And this is like my experience when I started playing the game with Federica, where she can't one-shot anyone, and everyone, almost everyone could one-shot her. So what do I do, right? So now it's, uh, like, at the time, I could just, you know, hit somebody with Federica and run away, and they can't catch up because nobody was using Quicken in those days. But nowadays, that's not the experience. Like, everyone can easily uh, cross the entire map with, like, Quickens and Ketones TMR and so on and so on. So what I ended up doing, when I, whenever I faced a player that used a level 120 unit, which is, like, maybe, like, at least 50% of the matches, if not more, I would actually use Garvel to take out the Quickeners and sacrifice them. So I would, uh, I would uh, you know, double Quicken Garvel because I had to get him in range. And then usually, like, if I got a triple turn, I can, you know, uh, move up and then attack his quickener and then use third turn to run away. But most of the time, I, because I had everyone, like, tuned up, the agility was, like, to the max that I could go. Because, again, like, three shoes on Hermes, uh, sorry, three shoes on, um, on Shell. Uh, most of the time, after the first quicken goes off, the enemy gets a turn. And usually it's like Sakura one shots Garvel, or you know, one shots Garvel, or like anybody, even Aron one shots Garvel. Uh, even so, Aron, excuse me, sir. Yeah, because <laughs> everybody does, <laughs> like every single even. 120 does. Uh, and then I would actually just use Nivlu with like garbage VCs to take out the whole team. <laughs> because so my VCs were uh, Diablos, uh, Trousseau and agility so agility okay everyone benefits but only garval benefits really from the other two vcs nivlu doesn't have like frederica's dream or anything but she's able to uh actually just like use the spell spread to remove ketones tmr use the minus one uh move speed thing to to drop their speed down their, to drop their movement down to two and she would just win like there was one match i i was playing where the opponent had i think yuna sakura and warrior of light he didn't even have a quicken so I looked at it. I after my first quicken, I'm like, okay, I can't like one shot anybody, and except for Sakura. But um, like uh, the, the way that you know where I was positioned, I was I wasn't able to get to Sakura. So I just hit Warrior of Light for like one k damage with <laughs> jumping thrust, and then moved moved him back. And my opponent decided to move Sakura up, and I didn't. Uh, and after quicken went off, I didn't have to kill Sakura. I could have just retreated. But I'm like, you know what? I I know I got this match with Nibu anyway. So I moved up and jamming thrustered his Sakura, knowing that Yuna's gonna kill me next turn. However, Sakura magic reflexed, right? So he didn't get to do anything. Like he just sacrificed himself for nothing. And Nivlu cannot one shot or two shot even Sakura. She had to three shot Sakura, and I still won because like none of them could catch up to me. Like because uh, you know it, it was just impossible. With well, also Nivlu has jumped too. Yeah, Nivlu has so, jumped too. So it's too. insane. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, it's just insane. Uh, well, both like both Sakura and uh, Yuna could cast nimble, nimble movement, but then that takes an additional turn, right? Uh, and um, yeah, so uh, remove that anyways. <laughs> exactly. No, I don't. I don't know if nib a nimble movement can be removed because that's it a does. status effect. No, you can? move and jump are stats. Yeah. Okay. So okay. Somewhere. So you can remove it. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So uh, 
yeah, it was. And there was another match where um, it was down to like an El Cerral and like I made a misplay at the very beginning and I lost my Garval and could not kill his Ramza. So his Ramza came and killed me and then he used El Cerral with Keton's GMR to kill my shell. And it was just ni- down to Nivlu. And El Cerral starts using these like ma- uh, missile resist buffs and I would hit her for like 300 damage. <laughs> no joke. Like 300, sometimes 500 damage. And like I slowly killed her and then the quickener before if she got you, she, she could you like... <laughs> you win that match. That's gonna blow my mind. Like, did you win? <laughs> yeah, I won that. After all that, that's insane, man. That's really cool to hear. Like, you're using like one of your favorite units, uh, so well in this match. It's class match. Yeah. So it's um, and the reason that I did this actually was because the last class match, if you remember, I was like, I'm going to go into this class match saying I want to use Titus no matter what. Like, even if I, if I keep losing, I want to figure out a way to lose him. Sorry, to, to use him. And I ended up, like, from playing it, I'm like, the only way I could get in range is to use Quicken. There's no, there's something else I could do. If I use Quitone's TMR, I'm not using Sentinel. And eventually, like, I just die. Like, I can't get across to my enemies. And on, on top of that, he only has height one skills. And uh, Aron is the same thing, too. Because uh, whenever I was against Aron, I, like, Jamming Thrust does less than 33% damage to him if he has, like, Fenrir. So I need three hits to kill him. So I ignore him and I kill the Phoebe and, and then like they kill my carry and they're like, okay, they probably won because you know they killed my carry and then Nivlu just like rains arrows on them and kills them. So like so I learned that from from you know the last CM that uh, with Nivlu, if you don't have a quickener, you, it's really hard to catch up to her. So uh, as much as people hate quicken and they're like, oh yeah, it's you know it's overpowered if you uh, you know like if you stack it like this and you can you know, run across the whole map. Okay, I agree. And maybe it does need a nerf. But I think, you know, if you um if you remove it, I think you make a lot of units not viable, especially like Titus or Aron, who have move three, jump one skills and don't have high range. Okay, maybe he has like, you know, a taunting blade, uh Titus does. But I think it makes it a lot harder. That's that was my experience playing it. And that's also the experience that I have like fighting against it with Nivlu and you know removing the quickeners. Right. So that's that's why I I did that just to see and there was only one match where somebody was able to catch up to me and he had a quickener because I couldn't kill both the Phoebe and the Gilgamesh so I only had to I could only kill Phoebe and then eventually using Gilgamesh and and uh, Agrius he, he kept moving four squares at a time to finally re- <laughs> retreat. So now, it is somewhat a sin of the map though, right? Like the the mm-hmm. map is built in a way that you have to either go around it or you have to go over it of a height to at least. So, mm-hmm. and even if you get onto the height too, sometimes the to get down, it's like a height three or something. So you have to really navigate through that middle, which, yeah, again, if you only have like three movement, even if you can go over the wall, that's tight. Like, that's really hard to do. And if you have to go around the outside, like, yeah, you're just going to get kited. So I think if there was just like flat ground, obviously like one here, two there, whatever, something that you, people could actually walk straight through, it might be less of a, like, necessary quicken, would you say? Or would you, do you think it would still be, I, I mean, I think it would still be a factor. Like, quicken helps stop really long-range <laughs> turtley stuff. But I think that specifically this map is so brutal for units without at least jump two that um, it was uh, exacerbated, I think. I agree, but also, I mean, in the last map, uh, if I started in the middle and my opponent started in the middle too, there's there's some movement, but once you get onto the ledge, it's just like move one spaces, right? But still, I just had a lot of trouble. Like, I think I built my team 
in the beginning with like missile resist, like I was using golem bracers, not is it golem defense bracer, and I was using Elturel to give the uh, plus twenty five missile resist. So he had like I think seventy five missile resist, and he wasn't gonna die to turn one. But uh, I, like what else? He, so he I think he would use like shield and he would move up, and then my opponents took that time to like kill my like the rest of the team, and then they just kept moving back. And at some point, he finally reached them, but because of the height one and height two skills, he couldn't he couldn't actually land right. a hit on them. So that was my experience with with them in that map, and even that like that didn't have all these heights. It had a little bit at the like you know there was a platform at the bottom where it was like height two, which you can hide on and shoot things, I guess. But uh, I, yeah, I don't know. That was that was my experience. I think it was only like CM two where, uh, or maybe CM one. I, I don't know. Like there are some CMs where where like height isn't as much of a factor. But I think later, like especially like you know the snowy fields map and then the last CM map and the one we just had, they're all like height was uh, uh, quite a big contributor to how well you did. I think mm -hmm. so. Yeah, maps where Shikuchi was actually super relevant to, mm -hmm. like you would have to give up something you might normally use for Shikuchi just to make sure you could either navigate or not get stuck. Like that's even the biggest thing is like. It's one thing to get in range to hit somebody. It's another to not be able to run away without going like sideways. Like if you just want to go straight back, so. Yeah, uh, definitely been a factor the most recent CMs. It's interesting to note, like um, the first, like uh, the first three CMs, like the first two maps, um, they had height variations, but like you could just go around them. You know, that's yeah. probably what most people did. And uh, people use like Katone's DMR and these other um, abilities to increase move and jump to be able to gain the advantage. So like height variations have always been like um, like a big deal, um, depending on like how you use them. You know, but um, yeah, it is interesting to note like the the different class match maps, like um, whether you're forced to deal with them or not, you know? Well, yeah, like the CM2 and 3 map, yeah, there's height differences, but they're off to the side where nobody goes. Everyone just runs their Agrius down the middle, and then it's like, who, who, who wins uh, after they clash? It's like two armies like just you know running at each other, smashing into each other in the middle. Like That's what that CM felt like with uh, Agriuses and kill phase and stuff. Um, but if you ever got down there, yeah, it was super interesting. And the teams that would go around, I feel like a lot of people like rolled their eyes, like, oh, here we go. I have to think about heights <laughs> instead of just going down that flat <laughs> platform on top. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I've actually enjoyed these really like jagged, weird maps. I actually want to have a class match or something similar on, I was gonna say maybe not, but on the, the like the pyramid map, the guild metal that has like the crazy high sides and like yeah. a really weird middle. Mm -hmm. but it would have to be like missile resist 50% on everybody or something. So you don't just have a sniper just pew pewing at the top the whole game. LCT manipulation. Something like that. Yeah, there was a, there was a player that uh, had a similar strategy, but he used uh, Halloween Leela with uh, Nivlu and Shell as well. And uh, I, I lost him. And I afterwards, I, I, I studied the... Uh, you know the game and i realized there was just no way i could win because he had halloween uh halloween riders tmr but uh after the match his name was flip he was a he was a good player it was a great game uh, i asked him afterwards i was like i'm very surprised that you're using halloween leela as your uh as your carry because he had very similar cards to me as well i think he had trousseau and then he had tetris Sylphide, so plus 35 uh magic sorry uh wind and he had like agility up or something like the ramza card so I was like, I'm very surprised using Halloween Leela because, like, I, you know, I've been facing a lot of ice teams. Like, how do you, how does your Halloween Leela handle them? She, he's like, she doesn't. I just use Nivlu to like. To, he's basically doing the exact same thing <laughs> I'm doing. 
<laughs> she's like, doesn't. I just use Nibbly to, to, to like dispel buff them uh, and whatever. <laughs> so, so it's like, uh, yeah, that I, like it was a it was a it was a strategy that worked, I guess. You know, reduce their reduce their uh, quickeners, and they can't really do anything. Yeah, I mean, it was a hell of a unit, and I mean, that's kind of like what I said with the Oran Mirror, where we both kind of made the same exact choice where it's like, well, let's see if we can kill each other's quickeners, and then whoever lives after that will deal with it <laughs> with the Oran matchup. Uh, yeah, sense. I mean, sometimes that's what you can do. Like, if, if it's if it's between killing the quicken target with your quickens, because maybe they're bulky or something, like Oran was, or killing both of their quicken units, and then hopefully, you know, maybe you, your guys in the back, they don't die in so 2v1. Like, that's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, that's a decision that I think a lot of people made. Um, like, there were definitely matches where I had a choice between, like, hit a quickener in the carry or both quickeners. I'm like, screw it, get rid of the quickeners, and then I'll just back up and then do my own quicken stuff. I was gonna yeah. say like real fast like I don't want to make this seem like an obligatory like weekly thing but um so flip is in the discord and uh so it's uh, it's it's always cool um hearing matches about like people you know it's always cool recognizing names you know um so like like when I meant when I said obligatory um like shout out to the people in the discord and anybody who hasn't joined yet and you want to work and like get into uh live pvp and working on your game and uh um like are looking for a community to join like it's uh it's really awesome like the more it grows the more we see like these these widely varying like talents um and and matches uh, as a result you know um so yeah uh, think about it and uh, come join us i mean would you say i'd have to go through and i guess we could we could do this definitively but what percentage which is a you know clean number cuz it's 100 of the top 100 are from the pvp discord I mean, it's a lot. When I scroll like through, I recognize at least. Oh, I was gonna say at least fifty. I was. You think it's as high as seventy-five? So yeah, but I yeah. haven't really counted. I just you see like sure. so many. Um. So yeah, that's a. I don't know if that's necessarily people who would make the top one hundred join the PvP server, or if because they join the PvP server, they made top one hundred. I'm gonna go with the second one, even though it's probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, though, I will plug it again. I mean, there's so much knowledge that goes on, and there's so much testing. Locke, you always post your results. Vinny's always talking about agility and stuff, and kind of giving TED talks on that. Uh, some people come in with like, uh, like we'll talk about buffs and like, yeah, right, uh, and just like mechanic stuff you don't even think of. Like, this is this interaction between these two abilities that aren't like normal run of the mill stuff you run into. Like the day where we uh, Mako and I went back and forth testing. Um, Cast time versus magic like debuffs. So we found out that if you if someone's casting a spell, like say they're casting flare on you, and you while they're casting you magic down them, the magic for the flare doesn't decrease. It's like snapshotted uh, for when they start casting, which was a super interesting. interesting thing. And uh, same with buff though. Like if you like I I had definitely in matches before, gone like you know start casting a spell. Unit goes, buff my teammate, hope it hits more, but I guess it was never working when I did that. But there's some weird stuff with, like, barriers will affect, or, like, other buffs will apply, but not... It, it was a whole, like, study, but, like, this is the type of stuff that happens in the server, and a lot of us do that, and it you may not be consciously, like, absorbing it, and, like, I'm going to apply this in my next game, but it's going to come up, and you're like, oh, shit, this is an option I have, and I saw somebody yeah. talk about this. And, like, who knows where else that this might be happening, you know? Like, people mm -hmm. are just kind of like shooting the shit or something but uh mechanics wise like who knows like where else like we're gonna see it right 
I so when I heard people talk about the class match, obviously a lot of double quicken, a lot of Keenblade, which I actually I don't think I ever faced Keenblade. Maybe faced once. Like I saw the ability, but it wasn't with Eldira. Mm-hmm. Or I saw Eldira, but they and they had a team that could have done it, but they didn't have it like equipped or something. Like Glacella used like Revitalize or something, uh, and it just wasn't a team. And I never saw an OG Stern. So those were big. I definitely saw Mono Light, Mono Water. It was usually in the second time slot. Because uh, like Winnie, for example, you usually plays on the first one, and then he played on the second one one day, and I think three out of five of the matches was came played over here. So, <laughs> I guess yeah, it could be a product of slot three. Yeah, that'd be interesting. But what I was gonna say is I didn't see Evade. Um, okay. I I think uh, much. So I, I I know there was one time where it was Mono Wind Evade, uh, where it was Oldowa. 2B and Halloween Leela, and I don't know if I've ever been more excited to play a match in my life, but <laughs> Oran has guaranteed hit, and he's ice, and he's coming, and he destroyed all of them. Um, I think I killed, like, he re-rose Oldua, killed her again, killed, killed like, 2B or whatever. Halloween Leela, like, dot, like, someone dodged something. It was, yeah, it was a good match. Uh, Banishing Blade's a hell of an ability. But, uh, I didn't see 2B because of that. So I don't think I saw her outside of an evade team at all. And then I only saw her evade once. So do you guys see the near units much at all? I guess we'll focus on 2B for now. I saw her once uh, in an evade team. Uh, and that was actually one of the harder matches for me because of the you know the strategy I'm using. So she, he also had a, uh, a a quickener, I believe. And I can't use use my usual strategy because if I kill the quickener and he dies, I don't have any way of hitting the evade teams because, uh, you know, my uh, my Nivlu is is just not able to. She's not equipped for accuracy, right? Right. So I had to like figure out some other thing to to do, and it was like a dance, and I eventually killed. Uh, you know, I won, but it was a, it was one of the harder ones. I saw I saw so I saw it. I think I so I saw it near like I saw two B ones, and I think I saw uh, uh, what's his name uh. 9S? The other, huh? 9S? No, the other, like the other evade unit. What? Rob, Rob Stern. Oh, I was Rob, like, yeah. Rob Stern. <laughs> Rob Horn, yeah. <laughs> Rob Horn. <laughs> yeah, so I've, I've saw, I saw him once in an evade team as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. You said the other unit, so I was thinking the other, like, near unit, but you meant the other evade. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, Daniel, what about you for. So obviously, I, I, I don't know, I probably saw a lot more of the meta In your personal match. matches. Yeah, so First in my time. personal matches, yes, I've seen her. I saw her a few times. Um, most of the time, I was able to shut her down either. Uh, oh, man, there's this one really fun match where I uh, I managed to, like, trap her on the four-height crystal in the center. Um, like, uh, she couldn't hit Ziza, and she couldn't kill Gilgamesh. Um, and uh, <laughs> she got she got doomed down. By chilling, <laughs> by sitting on the pillar. Um, so that was that was really fun. I was like, that was a huge showcase showcase of what Ziza was capable of. And um, I'm, I'm sure that you know, obviously, my opponent didn't really enjoy it, but at least uh, they got the chance to see like just how powerful Ziza was. Was that so on that stream? Was, uh, um, I don't remember. I thought it, I want to watch it that. Was. That sounds so good. I think it was, but I, I can't. I can't be sure. No, I'm no, yeah, it was. Odds. Yeah, I'll have to go. I'll have to go look because, yeah, people. I was, I was like telling people, like, this is like what she's capable of. So yeah, I'll have to go I'll go see if I can find it. I think it was like middle of the week ish. The Swiss Army um, unit. Yeah, man, so fun. Um, can't talk enough about that. 
But yeah, aside from my personal matches, um, I didn't really see too much of 9S when I was fighting against them, um, which is kind of lucky because, you know, he's got his insane like accuracy AOE buff and stuff. Um, I was kind of half-hearted. Like I was fully damaged on Ziza, like maxed her out. I didn't want to mess mess around with like you know the units left with like a sliver of life with Ziza. You know, um, she was always always hitting people for like seven, eight k or whatever. Um, so that was fun. But uh, I still had like on like Sage's hat, um, and like evade on my Esper or whatever. But um, outside of my personal matches, like obviously like you know spectating for three hours a second window i saw a ton and actually the the first time we started i started seeing them was like second day like people were are like yeah. already running like 2b and 9s and i was like i should not be surprised about this but holy crap you guys um, <laughs> well, it's like so, the day one unis right yeah, yeah right yeah day two or whatever um, it was. but generally most of the ones i saw like they won even if it was just like 2b soloing everyone and so it was just it was insane to see um I don't think I ever saw a match where Tubi wasn't using her card. Um, I don't. I, I. I guess it's it's harder to tell what 9s was using, um, but he still did really well as well. He just he doesn't have like the soloing like potential power that Tubi does. I actually disagree, dude. He yeah. staying alive against I mean? against certain teams, I guess. Yeah, because I saw a two or a 9s that had 79 defense, like either unbuffed wow. or like maybe he was his own buff. And he still had like 30 or something spirit. And he just walked up like, uh, it was one of my guildies was playing the match and none of the abilities could do over a thousand damage to him. And he still has the, and if you think about, he's got like what, 6,000 health. So you have to hit him at least six times, but since you're not doing a thousand, it's going to be seven at least in that amount of time, he's probably going to reflex at least once or do his perfect evade. So he's just this miserable thing to try to kill (laughs) And then he's got all these long-range attacks. He's got a typeless attack. He has debuffs. He has a stun. If you get stunned with the hacking thing, you get to lose a turn. Like It's so backbreaking sometimes. He gets to protect himself. Like He has all these tools I didn't... like. I read them all the first time. We talked about it on yeah, the podcast. But it didn't have. really click in my head how it all comes together to create this monster of unit. Like Once I saw that video from my guildie, all of my near shards went into 120ing him instead of like just stockpiling. For- I was like, I was planning on 2B like the next day, like taking her up. I'm like, ah, fuck this, 9S. <laughs> so he's leveling to 120 right now. But, um, which by the way, leveling takes fucking forever above 100, <laughs> which is cool because it's like something to do and work on. But my god, is it frustrating when you just want to have your unit there? I actually ran out of rainbow orbs or rainbow cubes after they gave us so many. But, uh, that aside, yeah, he his defensive capability is crazy. And then, he's still dealing respectable damage. Like even if you like, I saw Leona's castle on him. There's no amazing lightning card for him. There's no, there's, there's some okay pierce cards you can put on, but he's still, if he deals 3000 damage, each hit and you're doing under a thousand, it doesn't matter. He's going to, he's going to like bleed you out basically. So I think he's very, very good. That's crazy. That's really what, what tipped the scales for me and like finally deciding to pull for these units. I was just, I saw, it wasn't just like how powerful they are now, but how future-proof they are come four months from now or whatever. Like they're only going to get better. Even um, cloud. Yeah, Go exactly. But like, like just now, even like with his spear, like the lightning attack spear, like you don't have to invest that much attack in him. You can invest more in defense because that compensates for that. Um, 
So uh, yeah, I haven't reached that that point where it's like it's clicked like intuitively, and that's kind of the point you want to reach uh, mm -hmm. to kind of include a unit in your A team in your A game, you know. Um, but um, I'm waiting for that to happen. I just I have like they're on my auto squads right now, like um, building proficiency and affinity and resonance and stuff. But I haven't really messed around with them yet. Uh, kind of like how Locke does with like level 79, level 89 units in, in live PvP. Um, I haven't reached that stage yet. So kind of looking forward to it. That's kind of like on my near future kind of uh, wish list. Your near future? Near? <laughs> yeah. Future. Yes, okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, I saw him a lot more in my guildies. Like I faced him once and I lost. Uh, that was the one I was talking about where I missed position. They didn't take advantage, and, but I still lost. Um, I, that's actually, I had to spend all of my quicken turns killing 9s with Oran. Like, it took me two hits, and that was with, like, I tornadoed him, and then I did whatever my highest damage was, and that's what it took. Um, so ridiculous. That's after I switched to Uh But I watched a lot of, like, Brian's matches. I watched, uh, some, like, Aaron and Loji and other people in my guild, and I saw a lot of 9s in their matches, and it was just, every single time, the damage numbers on them were so low. Uh, it didn't matter what unit it was. It was really, really impressive. I think the thing that I like about him the most is that uh, long-range AoE uh, jamming thrust ability that, like, cancels cast. Yeah. Because that, like, you know, imagine a double quickener gets double quickener, and he goes up, and he just, like, now we don't get the double quicken cast anymore. Ooh, so that's gross. So, that, like, I, it was somebody I was considering, but then I didn't really want to 120 him, like, in, like, two days. So I was like, okay, I'll just stick with Garo. And debuff the agility on top of that after you interrupt them yeah. by 20%. Yeah. <laughs> Good lord. Um... But I guess kind of the star of the show for the server overall, I, like live PvP 9S has me a lot more excited than 2B does. Mm -hmm. But I know that from JP, everyone's super excited about 2B. But I'm honestly not super impressed yet. Uh, she's annoying. And there's definitely been times where I was like scrimming with a guildie and I didn't have, I wasn't prepared for a unit to have that much evade. Like I was 100% on one of his other units, like 87 on the other one, but then zero on near or on, uh, <laughs> Jesus, on 2B. So it, she is a ton of the evade, but I know Locke, we were talking a little bit before the podcast, you have some thoughts on her. Yeah, so it's actually not even, uh, I mean, it is on her as well, but I, I think in general, evade as well, because I, so I ended up getting her to 120, I ended up getting the card, and then I did some tests, and I found that I could still reliably hit her with other 120 units, not using uh, guaranteed hits, like for example, Titus. And I expected those like accuracy numbers to be a lot lower. And, uh, I, you know, I posted a video talking about my thoughts and, you know, had discussions with other people also. Uh, and eventually, I think I came to the conclusion that I think after the anniversary, Evade just uh, became less powerful just because of the way the stat distribution works. So from 99 to 120, almost all stats go up except for agility. Like there are some units here and there, like for example, Gilgamesh, who gets a ton of agility, gets seven agility for some reason. But overall, most units don't get any additional agility. So in the equation for accuracy, your dexterity and your uh, luck goes up. But the, in the equation for luck, sorry, in the equation for evade, only your luck is going up. So accuracy is going up faster than your uh, evade. So I think that's why, like, because, you know, I, I've, I've done, like, you know, uh, hit calculations against Venera, and it was always very low. And now with Tubi having even more evade, I was expecting, like, you know, a level 120 unit against a level 120 unit to do even less, you know, to be less accurate. But that wasn't the case. And I was trying to figure it out. And I think that is the reason why that is. Like, I think because, you know, dexterity and luck is increasing uh, for accuracy, but only luck is increasing for evade, is why generally you see... Um, 
a higher number of units being able to uh, hit for a higher percentages when both are level 120. What do you guys think about that? Do you think that's that might be one reason why like accuracy is uh, is like if it is not as strong now? Well, you know, I think math checks out. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, it's it's not just about like the math. I think it, it's really like looking forward into the future, the near future, um, <laughs> like uh, like the like units that are kind of based around like decks and crit, like not just like gunners or you know ranged units or whatever, but mm-hmm. um, like Titus is like um, I think he's kind of a not like a meta defining unit, but like he kind of uh, he sets the the tone. Maybe is a better way of saying it, like as uh, as like a crit melee. Um, you know, we don't really think of Rob too often, but he's also he's like the OG crit guy. Um, but like these higher decks units um, are starting to become more of an answer for evade um, because of like you noticing this this kind of thing um, that the way that like agility um, isn't really as much of a and doesn't have as much of an impact um, moving to 120 and helping out these evasion units, especially. I was just say one thing real quick, especially you just pointed out like robbing the old crit monster. Like he's also someone who did have fairly high evade in the first place. Ziza in the beginning of the game had really high evade. She kind of went down on the standings after a while, but her EX brought her back up. Like these units already had higher luck and luck as well. Like they were evade units. So now that they are also able to one shot units, if they actually touch them and they're getting the decks and luck to scale alongside, like it's one thing if you were to take like, Mashri, who has absolute garbage accuracy, and give her some decks. It's like she might, since she's going along with them, she might be, she might have a percent now, but it's not going to be crazy. But if you're putting it on units who already had these luck values, like Ziza or Rob, or I mean, Titus, just because he's, yeah, he wasn't from before, but he fits the same bill where he can be an evade unit, but also um, fairly accurate. I think that might also factor into it. And then just that existence is pushing them out and then yeah, kind of cascading from there. And then I was also like, uh, just thinking about like different elemental vision cards, like almost every vision card has some kind of accuracy or dexterity value in it, which is making it really hard to run evade sure. builds. Like, you know, water has uh, the Christmas card, which has 35% dexterity. Uh, Dark has the Dar- Helena card, which has 25 accuracy. And then Ice has Fenrir. Uh, light Odin. just has like, Odin. oh yeah, sorry, Odin. Odin has uh, twenty five accuracy. And light just has like too many guaranteed hit units. I can't see you know, and then Rob. <laughs> so, um, so I don't know. I mean, that's what, so I find it really hard. But I once I got her to one twenty, I tried putting her into into like mock guild battles against my guildmates, and I saw that almost like there was only one person that didn't have a guaranteed hit unit <laughs> out of my entire roster. So then I tried playing around with different positions, like matching her up against somebody that didn't have a guaranteed hit. And like 50% of the time was usually when I got hit. And it was, um, that's why I think she feels lackluster to me as an evade unit. Because like, first of all, there's only about a 50% chance to hit. And most of the time, like other units hit her for way more than she would hit back. So if if it was that she was, you know, 50% evasive, but does generally more damage. So it's like high risk, high reward. I think then I would be, I'd be more happy with it. But that was generally not the case. So that's why I, I felt her kind of luckluster in the evade department. I've found her different ways to use her, but as an evade unit, that's I didn't find her so good right now, like for the matter right now. Yeah. I have to wonder, like, um, if another aspect to the difference between two B and nine S isn't just mm-hmm. like, um, just like the novelty between the two. Like two B is like, 
Oh, another evade unit, and then 9S is sitting over here, this this bright shining star of just like how much <laughs> stuff he can do. It's like, it's like the the novelty of it. It's just so it's spicy, you know. Like uh, he's just he's got so much spice to him. Whereas 2B is like like that is like that's kind of waiting to happen until maybe like Tifa gets here more than it is waiting for 9S to happen with Cloud. Like I think uh, like he like he's up front maybe more useful and more interesting mm -hmm. than 2B is right now. So that's the thing that I think On people missed about Tubi because I think she has a lot of other things going beyond besides evade that's actually really good. So that's how I ended up getting her to work. Uh, but for yeah, for evade, I think she's she's not very good. But I started like I I got a lot of suggestions from people in in the video that I made, uh, saying oh you know you should try running her this way, try running her that way, and I did. And eventually I was able to like put her up against ice units, and she would be doing fine. So I was very surprised by that. But basically, I ended up building her as a bruiser. I put like a uh, slash card on it. I didn't put any evade. I think I just put like uh, I, I put her own card because it just gives a lot of stats. Like it gives like defense, uh, defense piercing and then spirit and so on and so on. Uh, and I would only target uh, you know team comps in arena that did not have a uh, did not have any magic. So I'm only fight like you know I'm using three slashers and they're using like, three slashers. And even teams against like ice units, she would do okay because I I put that skill that would uh, regen some health. So first of all, she doesn't get one shot, and she also doesn't one shot them either. But she usually regens like one thousand HP or maybe one thousand five hundred HP. And the so auto absorb. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The auto absorb uh, skill that lasts for five turns. Uh, once you one twenty, I think it's like thirty percent of health. So now mm -hmm. she gets back a thousand five hundred HP, and that's usually enough. And also considering her shield and her twenty percent uh, slash resist, so I think you know that's the way that I found I could use her instead. And I think th I think those are interesting as well because I don't think uh, like we have shields that last for like barriers that you can hit three times, but I don't think there's a three turn shield that we have on anyone yet. Do we? Uh, purify. Yeah. It, well, purify is yeah, damage it's reduction. It's a TMR, right? Which it, but it still counts. Oh, you're talking. Oh, abilities like regular. Yeah, like you know, come um, with it. Three turns. I can't think of that, any. That's the one that she has. So I, th I thought you know that was that's different. Uh, that is and, interesting. Uh, yeah, because like usually it's like, oh, you can get through it by using like quad shot or something if you don't have like a barrier breaking person. But this one lasts for three turns anyway. So oh, you have true. to so you can you can run her that way. And then uh yeah, the twenty percent slash. So because of the map that it is right now, we have three units that are kind of like you know they it's almost like a one v one fight times three, right? Because of where the three units start. But because of her skill, she can kind of teleport to the middle. So you have like a two v one fight in the middle, and then you know you can if you win that, then you have a two v one fight on the side. So using that, I've been able to position my units as well and and uh, do that. So I think those are some interesting things that a lot of people I think might not have th thought about because it's, oh yeah, it's an evade unit, but then if we skip that and because but that was me last week too, right? Because I think Daniel asked me, he's like, hey, are you kind of putting her into an evade bucket and not looking at other skills? And I'm like, no, I don't think she's good. But then, you know, when I tried it, I'm like, okay, she is probably okay. I, I wouldn't say she's like, I wouldn't say she, like, I wouldn't recommend anybody to her because I think, you know, maybe like Titus probably does similar stuff that she does as a bruiser. So, uh, like, I think, you know, I would just recommend you use Titus instead. But I think it's possible to run her. I think it, she's viable as like a bruiser. When you were talking about the 28% slash resist, were you talking about her buff? Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes, yeah, she I has a 20% slash and yeah. strike resist buff, right? Yeah that also teleports. 
Yeah, yeah. I thought you were saying that uh, she had 20% slashers or something. She only has 10. Where's this coming from? <laughs> but sorry, I was just making sure I, had to make sure I was following along. Sorry. Yeah. I have, a, I have another thought kind of about these units that I don't know if people are really thinking about too much right now, but like, I think maybe it's just because of like coming from a Final Fantasy Brave Exvius like perspective. Um, they, ha they both have like breaks um, and they're not like anywhere near the night sub job. Um, like, um, 2B has like the slash and st uh, strike attack down, and she has like the pugilist like attack down or whatever. And then like 9S has like a, an attack and magic uh, break as well. Um, and I'm kind of curious to see like if these if, if breaks are gonna become relevant at some point more than they are or yeah more than they are now um, with like PVE content. And I don't know so much about PvP content because uh, really a lot. Maybe it's because of having a lack of like ex job like bruisers and tanks and stuff. Um, like mostly it's just like a one shot meta right now. But um, I'm curious to see that, like if like at some point if ever like we're gonna have breaks um, become more relevant. Um, and I have a, I have another thought, but I'll save that towards the end. So I definitely think things like defense breaks, spirit breaks, agility breaks can be very impactful. Uh, it's just when you get to the attack and magic values, like we're we're seeing numbers like fourteen hundred now, fifteen hundred yeah, exactly. in those. And when you're only breaking based on base, which is like what three hundred tops on a lot of units, maybe like I think Yuna might have like four hundred magic or something absurd. But even then, you if you reduce it by thirty percent, it's we'll even go forty because a lot more like thirty eight percent, forty percent. So four, so four times four. So you're losing 160. So oh, okay, you have you have 1340 magic now. Right. Ooh, like it's it's they're just not that good when it's those stats. But I yeah. think that breaks for agility and things like that are amazing. However, uh, I just realized that one thing she has, which I don't know if you said this like verbatim or not, but it's actually a slash attack and strike attack break. Yeah, which yeah. I didn't realize that I thought it was an attack percent. I was looking at a different ability because um, you had mentioned the pugilist. I think is what it what I was thinking, and then um, which actually she doesn't have that. Anyway. Oh, doesn't she? No, oh, I don't which? think she, she has Iron Body Stand, Spirit Breaker. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, Spirit Breaker. Oh, she has that. Spirit okay. Breaker. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, oh, I guess that one's a little more impactful because it can scale higher. But uh, okay, no, I will say that I think the Slash and Strike Attack one is much better. <laughs> interesting right okay and yeah so it's probably more relevant for like end game like end game pve content like maybe we'll see like huge bosses that like will actually require breaking for you to actually survive you know um we haven't really seen fight that a titan really right like he just yet. like one punches people yeah. but you're like strike attack down strike attack down. <laughs> something you know okay and then uh i mean why don't you just go into you had a you said you had a thought um just go ahead and go yeah ahead. so um i kind of i feel like i'm talking I'm mentioning this more and more, um, maybe because of kind of the meta we're seeing, like like the one shot meta that we're back at since uh, since like the first couple months of the game. To stifle um, expectations. Manage expectations. I am really <laughs> yeah, manage expectations. Um, the mantra. The uh, I am really uh, wondering when we're gonna start seeing more and more elemental resistance. Like the more that we can, like that's that's really like the next step in terms of. Um, uh, I don't, I don't want to say meta, but like the the, you know, like one one step for for man, one large step for mankind kind of thing. Like um, <laughs> the the next thing that you're gonna have to get over is elemental resistance. We don't really right. see elemental resistance mm -hmm. pierce too much. I mean, that's obviously in peril, but not pierce really. Um, uh, so that's really what I'm curious as far as like 
long term? Like, when are we going to start seeing more elemental resistances and stuff? I think Pierce would only be able to come after we start getting ways to really stack elemental resist. Like, you have to try really hard right now to get elemental resist super high. Like, you'd have to, like, pick a unit that's resistant to something already, put an Esper on that's the same element, then, like, maybe use a green mage or something but beyond those it's i can't think of too many sources of elemental resist like um, generally like when you're using like an elemental ring like tide ring or like the oh, bracelet those, or like the you know, upcoming fire ring or whatever for the next hour um those are when we really start seeing units get to like 50 percent uh or or higher like elements like i heard like uh close yusko um another another pvp -er, um, he he was talking about having like Glacella get up to like sixty five percent fire resistance, and it's like, I mean, what do you do against that with a fire unit? Like you rain LB. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you you have to deal with it somehow. Then you're, but, like, then you're using rain against have, probably sub monk uh, Glacella, yeah, and that's just yeah, exactly. a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, so like, um, if you don't have the tools to deal with it, which are like vanishingly more small compared to other ways of dealing with uh, other like damage mitigations barrier breaks you know uh and the like um that's uh, yeah i'm just kind of wondering when we're going to start to see that i think right now gumi's really focusing on vision cards and stuff that uh like uh, increase the viability of like mono element teams but um in pursuing that like it's only a matter of time right before we see mono element teams that get like more uh element resistances it's like Brian was saying on the podcast like it, it, having a meta like that is okay like if that's the direction you want to go for a little while like that's cool uh, and then it'll evolve into something later, hopefully. One thing I actually want to see is if it's like you have, say, an Earth unit with uh, ally water units get 15% HP and whatever water attack up. So then it like incentivizes you to weave the elements together to get the bonuses on each other. And then you can kind of create that. Like, don't have the ones adjacent, so you wouldn't have either like a lightning or a wind with your Earth, but like any of the other ones you could do. Or even like light and dark units, maybe that support a specific element, since those are a little more uh, meshy, I guess. Walk has a thought. No, <laughs> I was just, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it's interesting because um, you know, there's there's eight different elements. So if you go uh, like, unless that one element becomes like so uh, popular that everyone's playing it. If you build for elemental resistance, and especially like for example, uh, class match, uh, how often would you see it? Right? Um, I guess you could do it because, like for example, if I'm playing fire, maybe I have water element up because that's my weakness, so I could go that way. But otherwise, it's I, I I don't know how often I would build elemental resist versus something like magic resist or like slash resist, which is more common. So it's it's interesting. Yeah. It's like another like the, there's there's always like a power curve, power creep like uh, arms race, um, for different things and like mostly what we've seen over the last year is like attack resistances or attack penetrations right, mm -hmm. um, but we haven't really seen the whole elemental thing because like that's really, it's kind of like unmarked territory at this point. It's fog of war that we haven't really seen too much of. Like how how are we going to deal with these elemental resistance teams, um, that are like as long as you are looking for them in like guild battle or arena and possibly expecting them in my pvp i want a green mage now with their ex25 ability to be like a barb lazara but all elements yeah right i mean I, i've been saying since like the okay, start so of the podcast like, like green mages are, are definitely yeah, underrated yeah, yeah, yeah. 
let's let's see that happen. Like Shell EX, let's go. Should turn one, she get all element plus twenty five defenses or plus twenty five resist or something. Like obviously you're not gonna do thirty eight across the board, but or empowered like in peril. Empire, yeah. It's okay, and, Nibble will just peril. dispel that. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> the Doom Blade argument. <laughs> the counter exists therefore. No. Um we were actually talking about this in the PvP Discord the other day where we're thinking of like units that counter in like a cycle. So like I said, like rain gets countered by like a monk like shell because it's water strike and then like try to go around the chain. How many times could you do that and like find units? I kinda wanna like do that now and put it out there and see like how far you can actually take that. So fun exercise. It is. Yeah, even and it'd be like viable sub job. So you're not gonna say my my ninja Halloween Leela is gonna be slash wind. It's like I'm sorry, that's just not how that's gonna happen. Sure kidding. Like, sure, because Iron wins. No, right, right. Like having to deal with ice units. Somebody yeah. said, like, yeah, your Halloween little Leela can just use Shuriken against Mediana or something. Sure. Yeah, I read this before. I remember that. Oh man. Like no. I said maybe. Uh, what was it? Futon or what's the? What's the? Um... <laughs> what's the wind one? Take a sleep. <laughs> Man, I don't even know. I haven't even Doton? barely no, used. That's no, Dotan is. Yo, I no, swear it's, it's Futon. Dark. No, I'm looking it up look. right now. No, no, I'm looking. I got it. Where is it? Or she might even have yo. it. It is Futon. Oh no, it's no, it's not Futon. Damn it! I just got so hyped. It's not the one I even said. Um, it was Utan. I had the U right. Is what I was thinking. Okay. I don't know why the hell I said Futon, but anyway. Jesus? Any let Jesus Christ. Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's, what, that's what your team is called. Anyway, any last thoughts, guys? Yeah, I think I'm good. Uh, we got probably another few weeks to expect before the next class match. Uh, the next class match, we're expecting it to be total unit cost 220. Um, it's on a hugely um, varying like uh, height map, um, which we haven't really even seen. I think it's like a new map for us. And there's no, no re-raise, no raise mechanics and no courage i believe so have fun with that and no ct changes right and yeah. no ct manipulation no i believe yeah so, so like hey still worked like, biggest, like it did but the biggest uh, factor in that right. no quickens no keen blade and everyone gets to die and complain about rangers so <laughs> um if uh, if you want to work on your game if you want to figure out some strategies that you want to use join the discord um it's you won't regret it any thoughts from you lock uh yeah, so uh, same thing. Uh, with the with the upcoming class match, I've just been taking it in a match battle. I've been dying a lot to like you know cheese blade strategies, but that's okay. Like at least I I kind of learn about like what things can survive. So for example, can a a well built mod survive a uh, one shot from Runestern or not? Well, now I get to find out, right? <laughs> so if you want to work, find on it, out. <laughs> if you want to work on it, like yeah, you can even like. Even if you lose a lot, like I, I played ten games today and I lost eight of them, but I still I learned what my units can do and can't do by limiting myself to these are what I'm going to use, which are the same conditions as a class match. So that's another way you can practice as well. Of course, join the Discord, uh, because you can find players that actually want to practice with you as well on different maps with heights and stuff. But if for whatever reason you don't want to, this is one other way you can do it as well. And they get, you can ask most people to build something and like do you does anybody have like they can build this team to bring it, play against and then there you go or this yeah, unit stream. what's that or catch stream you know yeah right <laughs> looking forward to streaming more like uh, more frequently now that it's summertime hell yeah but I think that wraps us for this week uh so thank you everybody for tuning in we have been let's talk tactics I was Zach Rowe. I am the
and we'll see you next time.